If you could eliminate data entry for your truckload brokers, how much more business would your top performers win? TIE-TMS has an array of tools designed to save you hours a day. Import your entire spreadsheet of shipments. Let TIE create seamless integrations to your customers' internal systems. And if all of your orders come through email, TIE-TMS leverages AI to read an incoming email and enter the shipment for you. Visit tie-software.com to learn more about how you can empower your top-performing brokers to increase their shipment volume today. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses to win these expenses. I got expenses to win these expenses. I've been winning all the work. I've been winning all the work. And welcome to Put That Coffee Down. The Freight Sales Show for Closers. My name is Kevin Hill, here with Richie Daigle. Hey, what a great example that jackets can have lots of definitions. It does. It has lots of definitions. <laughs> We're going to talk about some definitions today. We're going to talk about the fixed versus the growth mindset and what that means for sales. I think that's really a life thing. But you know what? Sales is life. It is. There's a lot of, a lot of things that go hand in hand with life and sales. And I think this is a great topic. And uh, can it's one of those topics that some people will, will classify as meta, if you will, or kind of those overarching ways you approach anything, and whether it's life or business or what have you. But I, I think it's good. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times we, especially in sales and in, in the profession, we, we get into the, the sales process, when we get into the, the tactical area of that, you know, how to close, how to open, the middle ground, you know, discovery, which are all really important things. But that meta, that overall philosophy of life and sales and business and of everything is important to get your mind right. You have to have your mind right before you can delve into the, the tactics or the fundamentals of sales. Yep, yep. There's the old Mother Teresa quote that if you want to save the world, go home and love your family. You know, and kind of the whole idea of if you want to have great success, continue to to improve your your yourself in your own way of, mm-hmm. of going about uh, whatever it is that you're doing. And I'll I'll, I'll go with the, the baseball analogy because we like baseball analogies here at Put That Coffee just, Down. They're natural for me. They, they are. <laughs> they they are. And if you didn't know, it, Richie was a minor league pitcher in the San Diego Padres organization for, what, three or four years? Three or About three and a half years. About three and a half years. So you can have all the fundamentals down in your wind-up, in your delivery, but if you don't have a strategy for winning, right, a strategy for pitching, you're only, you, what, are you halfway there? 20% of the way there? I don't know. I mean, uh, Greg Maddox used to say, have a plan, know how to implement your plan, and be able to execute and those are the three things. If you have those three things down, then math and probability says you're going you're gonna to do all right. You know? But I think that you, your ability to develop a plan and refine it and refine it and refine it and your ability to know how to implement and refine, refine and refine and your ability to continue to get better and better and better at execution. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the biggest worry in baseball is when you can't identify your problem. If you're already, if you're always aware of your problems, you know what you need to work on. But the day that you come out and you say, I feel amazing, that is a scary place. It is a scary place. And, you know, if Greg Maddox says it, I will follow that advice. <laughs> Greatest pitcher I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
before we get into the topic, let's talk about Thai software. Thai is the ultimate domestic 3PL solution for LTL and full truckload freight. Thai TMS gives you a centralized platform for sourcing load coverage by connecting you to load boards, rate intelligence, and capacity tools on a single page. To learn more, visit thai-software.com. That's T-A-I-software.com. So let's dive into the topic today. It's identity foreclosure. Now, what is this, Richie? Because I have no idea what identity foreclosure even means. <laughs> so... It- I think it goes hand in hand with this growth and fixed mindset. So identity foreclosure is when you say you wake up one day and this is something that is a, uh, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it goes along with the fixed mindset. So identity foreclosure would say, I graduated college, I am going to be X. And I identify with that identity mm-hmm. forever. And I am unwilling to waver from what am I might what I'm identifying as in that moment, right? So when other opportunities come, no, 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 I'm this. And I have foreclosed to a certain identity. And the problem with that is that I'm really, I don't know about you, but I'm super happy that I am not the person that I was when I was 21 or 25. I'm pretty happy with not having those issues anymore, <laughs> not mm-hmm. being in that mindset. I've, I've evolved. And so my identity has changed. Who I am as a person today is different, right? And I'm sure I'm going to feel the same way in 10 years, right? Like, man, I'm really glad that I wasn't that guy anymore. You know, hopefully that's the way things go. So your identity is constantly evolving. So there's a problem if you foreclose on a certain identity that is encapsulated by one specific time. Um, you lose a lot of options and a lot of opportunities along the way. I, I think you're right on that. You know, we were talking before we went on air about this very thing of having very specific five-year plans or, or goals and, and, and having tunnel vision, really, mm-hmm. uh, about that. And you see that a lot. And I, I won't pick on lawyers too much, but a, a lot of people who become lawyers, they're very fixated on becoming a lawyer and doing this certain practice, and they get there, they might be miserable. Because I've known a lot of lawyers who finally get to being a lawyer. You know, they go through law school, they go through the bar, they start practicing law, and they hate it. <laughs> you know? Because it is a very narrow-focused industry mm-hmm. that they don't like it, and they want to get out of it, but they feel trapped. Yep. It's like that old Jim Carrey quote that I uh, wish everyone in the world could have everything they could ever want. So they would know that's not the answer. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so like, that's a great point. And, and I think with those five-year goals, it's great to be specific. It's mm-hmm. great to be laser focused, but you always need to be aware of your periphery, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be so committed to, you know, know what your values are and let your values drive you not the destination. You know, everybody says that it's all about the journey and not the destination. That sounds great, but what does that mean? You know, if your destination is is it, right? Then mm-hmm. the destination is most important, not the journey. But if your journey is more important, then that, what does that mean? And to me, that means there's something else driving you. And those are some sort of internal values that you hold true. And that means that, sure, have that, that, that destination in mind, but now you're also aware of the periphery and other opportunities that could arise that are greater examples of your values. So, so tell me your, your values that drive you 
four-year future plans, right? Whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Your long-term plans. So for me personally, like, and I think this... We'll start with values and then we'll get to results. Yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, for me personally, this is where I think Simon Sinek's book, you know, find your why and start with why is so important because what that is is an, an exercise in understanding what motivates you. What are your values? What drives you? What are the, the, the constants in your life? For me personally, I'm a helper. I want to help people. I want to help entities grow and be better than they were. Mm-hmm. That's what gives me energy. And, and I can work however many hours, but if I feel like I'm helping, there's, I'm, I'm being energized. And that's how I know that I'm in, I'm in alignment with those values. So that's what's driving me. Mm-hmm. Now I have some ideas of five-year goals, but values are only values if they cost you something. Right. And so I'm also going to be aware of the periphery of of what's coming out that could be other opportunities to say, here's a bigger megaphone for for living out those values. So so you practice those values in in a long term space. And I hate five years goals or 10 years. It's just a constant, you know, one finish lines, next starting line. Mm-hmm. So, so where, you know, at the end of the day, let's say, where do you hope you what, what do you hope you're doing? Yeah, so it goes to back to those values in practice, right? Right. You want to you want to be part of an effort to to live those values, right? And I think if you understand what your values are, and you're finding a way in your job to live them, whatever your job looks like, but you have a way to put them into practice, then there's a type of fulfillment that's coming from your job. Your job stops starts stops feeling like work. We only mm-hmm. take vacations because our work feels too much like work. Yep. You know, if, I think if our work feels less like work and there's more fulfillment yeah it's great to have a vacation to reset but it's not like i have to have a vacation i'm gonna blow up well i know (laughs) it goes back to work-life balance right you only need that if you don't enjoy what you're doing exactly if you're enjoying what you're doing it it all melds into to one yep so this is where carol dweck's uh uh so so what's your you know those are your values where do you hope it, it it leads you oh yeah okay i see where you're going it's in your vision board. Yeah, I think that's my work right now, right? I think that's I think that's always in flux, and that's mm-hmm. something that's always being reevaluated. And like what Adam Grant talks about, take out your beliefs and your goals, and rethink them on a periodic and methodical mm-hmm. way, right? Always put them back up and reexamine them. I think I'm currently in that place of reexamining and seeing, like, okay, is what I held true two years ago, one year ago? Six months ago, where am I at today? And mm-hmm. let's, let's reprocess things. You know, I agree. Like, uh, I'll go to Malcolm Gladwell's book, and I can't think of which one it is, but there's three kinds of people, the salespeople, the networkers, and the mavens. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy the maven thing. I think that's what my dominant characteristic is, and I really enjoy sharing information. Mm-hmm. Sharing information, talking about big, great ideas, and uh, that's what motivates me every day. That's why, how I have fun in, in life. And I guess my ultimate goal, my long-term goal, is everything I do is kind of navigated um, to mailbox money. One of these days, I am going to have mailbox money. <laughs> so a little bit selfish maybe, but uh, that's okay. Yeah. I can be selfish a little bit. But I think even as you zoom out from those values, you zoom out from those goals, I think you can get even to a higher level of like, what is this mindset? Are you taking a fixed mindset into this approach or a growth mindset? Yeah, it's and, all about that. And you can't get to where you want to go with a fixed mindset. 
it's very difficult. You're limiting yourself. And explain exactly what a fixed mindset is. Yeah, so the, the Carol Dweck, um, the great psychologist from Stanford, uh, she defines a fixed mindset as the belief that your intelligence, talents, and other abilities are set in stone. So you are, uh, you believe that you're born with a particular set of skills and you can't change them, right? So it says, I am who I am. When you hear that statement, that's a fixed mindset statement. It like, is. This is who I am as a person. That's saying, I can't change. There's no elasticity there. This is just, I am this. You are, you are just giving in and mm-hmm. quitting on, on, on advancing. So these types of mindsets, the brains of those with fixed mindsets are, they show higher activity when they're being told answers to a series of questions that were right or wrong. So they're keenly interested to know if they succeeded or if they failed, uh, but they don't show any uh, uh, interest when researchers help them to learn from their mistakes, right? So mm-hmm. there's more of a need uh, uh, or a focus on results with fixed mindsets. They just want to know right or wrong, how am I doing? And are not really interested in, in learning how they could improve. They just want to know how they are because their internal belief is this is who I am and I want to know how good I am. You're exactly right. You know, that that's the, the fixed mindset is, is that there's nothing I can do. This is how I'm built. This is my nature. This is, is, is that, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it goes against, I mean, basically, if, if you're going to, keep progressing in life, you have to, to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and situations every single day. The more uncomfortable situations you put yourself in, and when I say uncomfortable, it's, it's things that you don't really have the skills for, but you have to learn. There's only one way to learn skills, and that is to do them over and over, and you know, for the first time, you're going to be horrible at it. Second time, you're going to be horrible at it too. The third time, not quite as horrible. And it just progresses from there. And by learning those skills, and, and certainly in, in sales, it's the skills that equate into higher earnings, being able to offer more value, right? Mm-hmm. Well, let's not just talk about money, but how you can offer more value. The more value you can offer, the more money you're going to make and the, the better deals you're going to make and the more satisfied you're going to be with life. 100%. And there's, you know, the, the great... National Geographic Adventure of the Year, Alistair Humphreys. He's one of, I love this guy. He, uh, if you're not familiar with him, he's ridden his bike around the entire world uh, over five years. He's also rode the entire Atlantic Ocean by himself in a rowboat. Mm -hmm. He's done all kinds of crazy stuff. He walked across Iceland unsupported. It's just guys and crazy. But one of the things that he talks about is he always wants to be in the position of being a new beginner and knowing nothing about something. He seeks that stuff. Mm-hmm. He seeks out that uncomfortable, I don't know what I'm doing in this situation, situation. <laughs> that, that's what he wants. A lot of us shy away from that. And this is a guy who's made a career out of, put me in the most uncomfortable possible situation, you know, that, that you can dream of. And I want that. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, uh, you know, for, for, you know, probably in my 20s and stuff, I was kind of like that too, you know very fixed, very, you know, I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to steer away from anything that is, is new or would put me in an awkward position or that I would be bad at. And now, um, over the years, I, I embrace it now because I know that the, the power of it, it just makes your life better. That's the great good news. If you take anything away from today's uh, episode is 
maybe you say, ah, I, I kind of feel like I might have that fixed mindset. The great thing about growth mindset is there's, there's no, any time is the right time to start developing a growth mindset. And just because you might hold a fixed mindset, that's not a fixed position. You can start developing. There's things that mm -hmm. you can do to start lear learning to take more of a growth mindset approach. And, and part of that is I would like to know about subject A. I don't know anything about subject A. Well, just start reading about it. Just start watching videos about it. Start going down those rabbit holes because a lot of times they are rabbit holes at first. And then you start piecing everything together. You start building. You start getting better. It takes kind of years to go, but that's where the journey is, is really fun. Mm -hmm. it, it is. It, and is a journey that never ends as well. And so I, I think if you feel stuck in a sales position, right? Like you might feel that, you know, you're, you're, it's been the same now. You look back over the five, last five or six, seven years, and you've kind of been in the same role. Everything is feeling a little bit stale. You're feeling stuck. A growth mindset is a great thing to start developing. And it's not black and white. We're all on like a scale of some mm -hmm. sort, you know? So if you can further develop that growth mindset, I think that has the ability to unstick you to a certain extent. You know, it can open up new opportunities or you start trying different approaches in your current opportunity or, or role uh, and seeing what works and what doesn't. And now you're making progress and you're making changes. And one thing, you know, if you're a salesperson on the floor right now, what the, the immediate change you're going to see is it is going to start separating you from the average salesperson. Mm -hmm. it, you are going to see that separation within 30 days. W within 30 days, you'll start to see it. It'll just be a kernel. Just be a, a kernel before it pops. But you keep going, 60 days is going to be a little bit more, it's 90 days, 120 days. It doesn't really take that long, three, four months. Um, we were talking about uh, reading, what, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And if you read one book a week, you are in the top 10% mm -hmm. or top 5%. I, I forget the exact figure of it, but you are in an elite category. If you just read, no, it wasn't even one book a week. A week. It was one book a month. Yeah. One book a month, you're in the top 10%. Right. If you just if you wrote if, if you read ten sales books, maybe watch some YouTube videos. There's awesome YouTube videos on sales as well. Watch this show right here. Put that coffee <laughs> down. Um, it will separate you, and you'll start earning more, and you'll start being more satisfied. Not because you're earning more, but because you're adding more value, and that's what the, the key is. I think yep. adding value. You add so much, and that's a growth mindset too. You just just add value, add value, add value as much as you can. Good things are, are going to happen. That's where you put yourself in a position to get lucky. And the thing is, along the way, as you start learning things and trying different things, you are going to make glorious, amazing, fantastic failures. <laughs> now, you are going to <laughs> fail like you've never failed before. And you're going to have calls where you hang up and go, what just happened? But think about all of the great knowledge that comes out of those uh out of those situations and what you can learn and what you're able to apply to the next call, that is so rich. Like now you're getting, you're getting more enrichment out of mm -hmm. your failures as well. So, yeah. And before we move on to the next topic here, let's talk about Thai TMS. It saves three PLs and brokers an average of two hours a day per rep with a smooth workflow designed to help you speed up your process and scale the growth of your business. With automated spot quoting and a centralized integration platform, Thai TMS customers see an average increase in shipment volume of 
Visit tiesoftware.com, that's T-A-I hyphen software.com today to schedule a demo and get a free month with Thai TMX. So, fixed versus growth. What's, you know, what's one of your key takeaways from that? I know we've been talking about it, but maybe an example, maybe, maybe something, you know, off the beaten path. Yeah, so I think back to when I was my last year of minor league baseball, and I was having a so-so year. I was doing all right, but I was not the worst pitcher on the team by the numbers. There was one guy who was worse than me in every category, ERA, walks, home runs, opposing hitters, batting average across the board. I was like, well, I'm doing better than this guy and I'm doing all right. My stuff's Mm -hmm. not terrible, but there's one guy that's like a lot worse than me. Well, I was the one that ended up getting released. I was a little bit older and shorter and that guy, he figured some things out. Mm-hmm. His mindset, he wasn't all that worried about his current performance because come to find out, he was trying some new things and mm-hmm. he was figuring out some different grips and he wasn't so much concerned with his current place because he knew that he was doing things and learning and mm-hmm. trying new stuff. That guy's name is Corey Kluber <laughs> and he ended up having what some people would call a good career. <laughs> I, I think some people would, would classify it as that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it makes me think back to that situation. I think at that time in my life, I had a very fixed mindset because I was looking at, I was comparing myself against mm-hmm. a teammate as far as our current results, not our current effort, not what was going into those results, but just the results themselves. And there's all kinds of flaws and problems with that type of mentality. And uh, here I am on Put That Coffee Down and Corey is is, is somewhere else. Did he ever win a Cy Young? (laughs) He did. He did. I I was thinking he was a Cy Cy Young uh, Award winner. Uh, But yeah, that's a a really good point. And in a fixed mindset, you are constantly looking at today. Yep. Right? What's happening today? You're living and dying on your results of today. It's the what have right. you done for me lately. It, it, exactly right. It's very transactional. Mm-hmm. Very transactional. You're, you're worried about today where if you have the growth mindset, you're, you know, all the little problems of today don't matter whatsoever because you have your eyes on the prize. And that is where you're going to be in the future. And Corey Kluber is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take the short-term hits. I'll take the failures right now. To, to learn what I need to learn to get to the point where I might not ever win the Cy Young. But, uh, yeah. I'm going mean, to be as, as I'm maximizing my potential, right? So, like, mm-hmm. he's, he's willing to take some chances to say, I'm going to push the limits with what I'm capable of. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that that's great. But his focus there is on the output and his effort. It's not so much on the results and the outcome. Yeah. yeah. And we, we had um, Brent Orsuga from Pinnacle on, I think last year, maybe the year before we've been doing, I, I was looking at our episodes, I think hundred, this might be 108, oh, wow. which I can't believe. Uh, but I'll always credit Brent with, with saying this when he was on the show is in sales and life and pitching, doesn't matter. Your activity, your activity and your attitude. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you control. You don't control the results. But if you have the right activity and the right attitude, you add those two together, eventually, and that's the key word here, I think, eventually you'll get to the right results. It's not going to be an easy road. 
It's not going to be a straight road. It's not going to have its own challenges and pitfalls, but you will eventually, something good will eventually happen. It might not be what you expect whatsoever. And that's the reason why you should always have a very general outlook of your future goals and not too specific. Yep. Yep. It's always good to keep be aware of what's in your periphery because that little shiny thing in the corner of your eye might be something worth looking at a bit more closely. I, it, it really might be. It really might be. I, I always like talking about the growth versus the fixed mindset because I think fixed mindset is the average mindset. Mm-hmm. The growth mindset is is where people excel. And, and it's so important. You're never going to be a good at sales or business or anything in life if you stay... If you define yourself as of today. Yes, 100%. Always be growing. Always be growing. And you can listen to or watch Put That Coffee Down. You can download audio versions on FreightCats. You can watch it on tv.freightwaves.com. Next week, we have the Global Supply Chain Week coming up five days of immense, immense uh, content, you know, about Eight hours a day, 40 hours. If you want a growth mindset, if you want to experience growth, watch Global Supply Chain Week next week. And we will uh, be here Tuesday around noon for next week during the conference. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a, an awesome time. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses to win these expenses. I got expenses to win these expenses. I've been getting out of work. I've been getting out of work. I've been shutting down the stars.